launching a new book is kind of scary. You spend such a long time alone with your characters, and then, in one sudden moment, they're running wild into the hands of strangers. Nanette L. Avery. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Last episode, we talked about how to get ready for your launch, the pre-launch mindset. Today, it is all about what happens after that book is out into the world and your characters are running wild in the hands of strangers. (laughs) That is a great analogy. We've talked about this decision to publish several times on this podcast, but that quote perfectly personifies it. It's not yours anymore. You're just letting the world know that they exist. And yeah, you kind of get the cash afterward. After you've launched the book, this is the point that you start making income for it. All of your work starts to pay off. But it's not nearly the end. It is honestly just the beginning of your marketing efforts. So after you launch, you still need to be in that marketing mindset. And I know we talked about that quite a bit last episode in teasing to the launch, teasing to pre-orders, teasing cover designs. But now this is where it all starts to pay off. So you need to keep it up if you want to continue getting a good return on the books that you sell. If you were listening about a year ago, we talked about more advanced marketing strategies. One of those things is the Ada funnel. Very beginning of that episode, we said that it would take at least five exposures to something on average for someone in your target audience to act on it. That means that marketing over time is far more important than a shotgun marketing approach where you just spam everything for one day and go, well, that didn't work. We're moving on. I can't tell you how many times the thought has crossed my brain of, you know, maybe I should just read Akatar so I know what's happening. Because I have been exposed to it so much, that is starting to wear down on my resolve. And then I see something else about it and I go, yeah, that's why I haven't read it yet. Right. That fight back goes away with repeated exposures to something. And it's a good representation of how successful people talking about your books can be for sales. But to get people to talk about your books you need to be talking about it. You need to have consistent presence where the readers are. One of the things that so many people forget to do in these moments is to take evidence of all of your successes and use them for promotion. Anything that you're celebrating, your local mayor tweets about your book. Screenshot it, repost it, share it, All of these things that get you excited, share that with your audience. They want to be part of your success. Even if it is number one in a really minute category on Amazon, share it. I saw a screenshot on Instagram of somebody sharing, hey, look, my book is number one in 30-minute romance short reads, 30-minute LGBTQ plus short reads, number two in lesbian fiction. So the lesbian fiction is a pretty big one, but the other two are, I'm sure there's not very many books overall in that category getting published consistently. 
So to be number one, yes, that is exciting. And a lot of people just say, oh, look, they're number one in a category. Let me look and see what the hype is about. Especially if they're flicking through social media and then they see that number one, they stop and read more, which is the goal. They're spending time on your content. And if they're already a follower of you, they're cheering you on, even if they're not using that particular keyword to search for your book. Another main key to being in that marketing mindset is to identify where your target audience learns about new books. And I know we have talked about this multiple times. There are a variety of ways and places that people learn about books. And it's probably where you learn about your books. Therefore, be extra active around launch time because someone might be on the book hangout spot Facebook group and they say, hey, I've got such and such a friend who is exactly in your target audience. Do you have any books to recommend? You can say this one recently reached number 28 in its category on Amazon and put your link on it. This is a great way to have all of those connections that you've built on social media pay off. Now is the time to cash in those checks. Speaking of cashing in checks, right after launch, you need to be checking in with your ARC readers to make sure that they've posted reviews. You need to be connecting with social media influencers to see if they're willing to read and share about your book talk to them or maybe find a way for them to be spotlighted in return on your social media so that it's a mutual beneficial agreement. And one of the things that you can be doing is you can be promoting their books. If you promote theirs when they're launching, they should be promoting yours when you launch. Now is the time to check in and go, hey, I'm launching. Let's do a newsletter share or something. Sign up for my friend's newsletter and you get a free digital copy of the prequel to my recently launched number one bestseller. You also need to start looking into submitting your books for awards. Now that it's published, you can distribute it. And especially around the new year, there are a lot of reader-writer societies that have lists like the best debut authors of 2023. If you published a book in their expected timeline, reach out to them and see if you can get on the list. Even if you just get on a short list, that is something that you can include in future publications, in future author bios, in any promotions that you do, any social media posting. Those awards are a very good thing to help push the book as excellent in the minds of readers. Now, you might have to keep in mind that there's often a fee for book contests. Obviously, if you're paying a grand to have them maybe look at your book, this is not a reasonable investment of your time or energy. So keep this in mind that you might have to put some money toward it, but not necessarily all of your money toward it. Now, this is probably the most difficult aspect of the post-launch mindset. It's time to let it go. Your book is no longer yours. It belongs to the audience. Just like our opener said, it's running around in the hands of strangers now. Let it do that. That means, sure, people are going to leave negative reviews. That means they read it. Yay, they still paid money for it. You still got the sale. Honestly, nothing sells romance novels, especially 
like one star reviews that trash how trashy the romance itself was and all the smut. So sometimes it can work in your advantage to have some negative reviews. But if you don't let it go, that feels like an attack on you. That can be very disheartening. It can break you from not only this launch and all of this energy and excitement that you've put so much effort in, but from honestly writing for a long time. So don't let it break you. Let them be annoyed at the book. That's between them and the book. You're not really involved anymore. Along with not letting them steal your joy of success is to not let yourself rest on your laurels. Don't let your current success be your only success. Still write. Don't stop writing just because you've launched a book. I've found that this and the last point we made go hand in hand. If you're feeling too attached to these characters, to this book, start a sequel. I almost never see people finish writing book two, especially when they try to write it during this time because there's so much other stuff happening. But this will allow you to invest and take control of the characters and what happens after the story. And honestly, it doesn't have to be the sequel. It doesn't even have to be a book. Write about an interview on daytime TV that you would wish you had had. Write a short story about one of those plot gremlins that had popped up as you were writing your first book. Whatever it is, just keep writing whatever you want because that act alone will help you in staying consistent and staying on top of writing so you can have another success. Unless you're George R. R. Martin... It's very difficult to maintain popularity if it takes too long between book releases. That's why once a year is fairly common with A-list fiction authors. So continuing to write during and throughout this whole process, especially now that you've got the hang of it, you've understood the mistakes that you made and had to fix the hard way. Book two shouldn't take you more than a year to write especially if you use this time to maintain that passion and to reconnect with why you wrote in the first place. Because speaking from painful experience, if you don't keep moving forward with your writing, it's going to start feeling like work. If you don't maintain that passion, it is going to be very difficult to want to write, especially if you don't really like the marketing side of things. The marketing side is so important after launching a book can kind of drown the whole experience and you'll start drifting into tasks that are easier, like for me, video games and Netflix and things that are more dopamine friendly to my brain. Therefore, especially if I'm exhausted with all the creativity I just dumped into this book I just launched, one of the easy things for me to do is to edit. I found that works for me because I already have my checklist task in front of me. So that's another thing you can do to continue stirring that pot, to continue being an author worth following. So even after publishing, make sure that you're continuing, make sure that you are reading, writing, editing, and most importantly, make sure you are writing selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 